I'm so glad you all are here today. Uh, so glad we have family here from those that we're going to be celebrating, and it's so important. I've entitled this sermon, uh, Seeing the Faith of Others. And faith is very important, like I told the children. And the reason that our faith, uh, the reason is that our faith demonstrates our confidence and trust in God. And as I was sitting here thinking, you know, there's, there's three characteristics of faith. Uh, one is that God is able. We know the power of God and he can do anything. Second is that God, God will. We live expecting God to act. We walk by faith expecting God to meet us where we go. But the third characteristic of faith is, but if not. And that's the key right there. Because God is, God is able, God is willing, but if not, it's a test of faith. That we trust and believe in him, even if he doesn't answer the way we want. Even if he doesn't give us what we desire. Even if he doesn't lift us from the trouble or trial that we're in. I like the song by Mercy Me, the song Even If. The chorus says, I know you're able and I know you can. Save through the fire with your mighty hand. But even if you don't, my hope is in you alone. It doesn't change anything, does it? Just because God doesn't move the way we want doesn't change the fact that all of our hope and faith should be in him. Today we're going to be talking about, uh, just a little bit about the, those that passed away this past year. And I think it's important for us to remember them. Several years ago we had the idea to do this book up here. And the book is, a, is pages and pages of people who've passed on from this church. Uh, brothers and sisters who are in glory now. And I think it's important to remember them. When Jesus instituted the Lord's Supper, he said, do this as often as you do it in remembrance of me. He didn't want us to ever forget what he'd done for us. And in Hebrews chapter 11, is our chapter on the heroes of faith. And it's a list of men and women who, who, who were just normal people, had their own problems, had their own sins, but they lived by faith in God. And he put that there so we would remember them. And I think he puts people in our lives so we can see faith. So that we can understand how people live, even though they're going through problems, even though they're having uh, disasters and, and tragedies in their life. They still live by faith. So today we're celebrating the memories of LaWanda Fitzgerald. I'm going to cry. I miss her every day. Every time we come in this church, I expect to see her. LaWanda was the kind of person who just brightened up her room with her smile. And she was always willing to do whatever she could, anything she could. Sung in the choir, done special music, uh, so many things I can't even begin to tell you. What a wonderful, godly woman she was. We're also here to celebrate Shirley Riley, who played the piano who lifted this church spirits every Sunday, who've done so much for the encouragement of others. And every time I saw her, doesn't matter how bad she felt, doesn't matter how poorly she was doing, she had a smile on her face, and she was glad to see me. Dot Simmons. Didn't know Dot. But I don't have to know her. Because as soon as I mention her name, I see people's faces light up. 
I came in this morning and, and Matt, and there's a back and I said, who's that lady over there? And I said, well, that's Vicki Simmons. That's uh, Dot's uh, daughter. And Matt just got a big smile on his face. Oh, yeah, I remember her. She worked in the nursery. She loved the children. Can you imagine the generations that she affected? And then this past Thursday, Larry Griffith passed away. Larry had struggles. Larry had demons. But he had a, a way of, uh, of showing everyone that he had faith in God. He'd come to our Bible studies, and he'd come prepared because he would say some things that were very profound, that, that just kind of touched me. And in talking with him, I knew what he believed and where he was going. Now, these people couldn't always say that everything was well in their life and everything in every aspect of their life was perfect. There were storms that they faced and sometimes tragedies like we talked about, but their faith in, in a loving God and their trust in his divine help was all they needed to live by faith. LaWanda, Shirley, Dodd, and Larry are examples for all of us to look at, to understand, to know exactly what faith is, because we need this faith. So if you have your Bibles, turn to Hebrews chapter 11. We'll read the first four verses of chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11, starting with verse 1. The Bible says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the words were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God uh, testifying of his gift, and by it, being dead, yet speaketh. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day. Lord, I thank you for these families that are here. Now, Lord, I thank you for those that's passed on, that, that we're assured beyond a shadow of a doubt, Father, that they're with you now. And Father, we rejoice in that. And even though we miss them, we know that there'll be a reunion one day and we'll see them again. And Father, we ask, uh, Lord, that uh, we look at them as the example of what faith needs to be. Our faith in you, Father. Because you put people in our life that we need to see, that can touch our hearts and our, 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 our walk, that encourage us and lift us up, Father, so we can be more and have more faith in you. Father, I ask now, Lord, that you just be with us for a little bit as we talk about your word, about faith, about the importance of serving you. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So actually, how much do you trust God this morning? How much do you believe God is in control? Well, how you answer that shows your faith. And we're going to look at some things here that we need to understand about faith. And first of all, uh, we need faith because it gives us a solid foundation for life. Look at verse 1, the first part of it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The original word here for substance was an idea that of something strong under us, something we can stand on. 
a firm foundation. And faith in Jesus Christ is the only firm foundation for our godly hopes and dreams. What are you hoping for today? I hope you're hoping to live a life that's pleasing to God. You know, I do that through faith in Him. The worst thing that can happen to a person in life uh, is a life based on a false hope. Jesus is the only hope that we can have. And we must put our faith in Him. Hebrews 10.22 said, Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for He is... I'm sorry, 22. Let us draw near with true heart uh, in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from the evil uh, conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. We can come to God with full assurance in our faith because we know that Jesus has given us a new heart, a new life. We have forgiveness of sin. We belong to God now. It's a faith in knowing that that allows us to come to him. Faith is not just positive thinking. It's not just a positive attitude. Faith is a substance of things hoped for. Our faith is something that we can rest on today. We need to trust God because we know what he is willing to do for us. We have faith in him because of what he's willing to do. Romans 8.32 says, He that spared not his own son but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? There's a reason why you can have faith, you can pray and have faith and believe in that God's going to move in your life, that God's going to answer your prayers and God's going to work. It's because why would he not freely give us all things when he's already given us his son who died on the cross for our sins? Our solid foundation is knowing that God who gave us forgiveness and eternal life will meet our every need and we can build our faith, our life on faith. It's a solid foundation that we need. I hope you have that foundation today. Because if you're hoping and dreaming for any other reason, and you're basing your life on something besides Jesus Christ, then, then, then it's a false hope. You have no hope. Second, we need faith that gives us a vision of the unseen world. Look at the second part of verse 1. It says, Evidence of things not seen. <clears throat> it shouldn't surprise us that there is an unseen world all around us. And if you think about it, our vision is very limited. We see what's right in front of us. We can't see the past. We can't see uh, Jesus on the cross. We can't see the future. We don't know what tomorrow holds. We don't even know what the next five minutes hold. We're very limited in what we can see. But there's also the spiritual realm all around us. There's a spiritual world going on. And Jesus and the Bible tells us to be ready for that because that's where the battle takes place. That's where your faith is. If you have faith in God, then you're able to see that you're in a spiritual battle all around you. Ephesians 6.12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Every once in a while, I'll come in here and I'll go, I'll go through that book. And, and I haven't been here that long, but it's amazing how many people I know in that book. We've lost so many people since I've been here. Or if I've never met them, I've heard so many stories about them that I think I know them. I, I think I know them, or I think I've met them. And when you get old, all them kind of goes together, and you don't really know if you've met them or not. But that's just me. That's my age. 
But the truth of the matter is, is that I enjoy looking at it because I remember the stories that people told me, the stories of, uh, of true faith, the stories of believing, the stories of how they touched people, the stories of how they, they moved in other people's lives, the generations of people that were affected by them. And, and it is a blessing. Faith sees that our physical eyes don't. Faith sees the invisible. It opens us up to the most important things in life. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 through 5 says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not cardinal, but mighty through God uh, to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations of every high thing that exalted itself uh, against the knowledge of God and bringing to captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. You know, sometimes we think, you know, we see the world, we see the wickedness in this world, we hear people saying things that they shouldn't say about God, we hear people blaspheming God, and, and we see things, and we think, all right, it makes us so angry, we want to battle that. Well, that's not our battle. Our battle is a spiritual battle, where we trust and believe in God, and have faith in Him to work things out, and we stay firm to our beliefs. We stay steadfast in what we have. And everyone in that book said stay steadfast to their faith in God. It is faith that pulls us into that spiritual battle. It prepares us to do war against this, the evil in this world. The evil that wants to corrupt our young people's minds. It wants to pull us away from the gospel. It wants to take us out of church. It wants to pull us into a world of flesh. 2 Peter 5, 8 and 9 says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil as a roaring lion walketh about, seeking whom he may devour, <coughs> whom resist steadfast in faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Sometimes I believe, sometimes we think that maybe we're Christians, you know, we're immune to the things of this world, but you're not so. You're still going to face troubles and trials and sickness and, and death and, and problems and, and, and hatred and anger and tribulations and trials. It's just a part of who we are. If Jesus suffered, we should suffer for him. But it is our faith that allows us to endure every trial and tribulation. Faith reveals the spiritual world around us. And the most important things in our life cannot be seen with our eyes. Love, joy, peace. The Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. We can't see them. But we know they're there. But all this and more can be found in the Word of God. Romans ten seventeen says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's by studying His Word. By, by having... having conversations with other Christians about the gospel is where we get our faith from. The faith comes from understanding that, that, that this is what he expects from us. That he doesn't call you because you're great and because uh, you have a way with words or because you're special, because you have a lot of money. God doesn't call you for that reason. God calls you because he is going to endow you with the power that you need. He's going to take you and use you for his glory, not your glory. 
And sometimes in order to do that, we were left in the trials and tribulations that we have. We must endure the, the battles and the problems. But if we had faith and everything went the way we wanted to, how strong would our faith be? If you had faith in God, he answered every point of your prayers. And, and you had the perfect life. You had no problems, nothing. The minute one thing went wrong, all that would go out the window. But God says, I want you to have faith in the good times, but I want you to also have faith when you're in the valley of the shadow of death. I want you to have faith in me when things are not right and things doesn't seem to be getting any better. He said, I want you to trust in me above all else. Faith opens our spiritual eyes to see the hand of God at work in our lives. Look at verse 3. Verse 3 says, Through faith we understand that the worlds were uh, framed by the word of God, so that the things that are seen uh, were not made of things which do appear. The incredible universe and everything in it was made by an invisible God who spoke the world into existence. He spoke and things happened. That's the faith we have in knowing. All God has to do is speak. And he can use us forever how he sees fit for his glory. Third, we need to know that faith gives us real worship. Look at verse 4. Verse 4 says, By faith uh, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gift, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. How did Abel know how to worship God? By faith. And this is how we must worship God. By faith. And understand here that God accepted Cain, uh, uh, Abel's offering. Didn't accept his brother's offering. Because Cain gave him his best. I mean, Abel gave him his best, but Cain didn't. And then what was his reward for that? Cain killed his brother. But God approved of Abel. And yet he still died. It doesn't change the fact that he had faith in God because he says, and being dead, yet speaketh. Even though, even though Abel was dead, his faith speaks volumes. To this day, we're still talking about it. We must worship God by faith, trusting and believing in him. Jesus said in John 23, John chapter 4, verse 23 and 24, it says, But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshiper shall worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father uh, seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. But we cannot do that without faith. Real worship flows out of the faith in the greatness of God. In the greatness of God. David spoke about the greatness of God in Psalms 95. Psalms 95, starting verse 1, says, O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. For the Lord is great. God is the great God and the great king above all gods. In his hand are the deep places of the earth. The strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. I think sometimes, sometimes we need to... 
Sometimes in this life when things are starting to go bad, not going right for you, or maybe you're having more problems, and there's this nature in us to doubt. And we doubt whether God is real, whether God is true, whether God is working in my life. And as I, as I leave uh, Newcastle headed to Roanoke, all right, or headed to Salem that way, up, up 311, uh, there's a certain section of road there where you come, you look over to your, uh, as you're headed towards Salem, you look to your left, and there's a, 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 a mountain ridge there. And it's just wavy like this. And it looks like someone reached down with a giant hand and just pulled it up like this. You can see almost like you can see handprints in it. And sometimes I look at that and I think, I don't care what's going on in my life. I don't care what problems I have. I can see the invisible hand of God forming the world. And it just moves me. I think God put that there just for me to see. So that I can understand his greatness. Real worship flows out of faith that God is great. And he alone holds the power to do whatever he wills. And true worship also flows out of faith in the goodness of God. In Psalms 104 and 5 it says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and to his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Praise God. I don't think I ever uh, went and seen Shirley that she wasn't praising God. I don't think I ever seen uh, Lawanda unless she was praising God. Even if they didn't feel like it, they praised God. Faith allows us to trust in the goodness of God, even when things don't, we don't understand happen. Nothing to change is the fact that God is good. Real worship also flows out of the mer- uh, faith in the, in the love and mercy of God. Hebrews 2.9 says, But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels, for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. We have faith to worship Jesus, who was willing to taste death for all people, so that we could taste eternal life. And that verse says, but we see Jesus. Isn't that wonderful? We see Jesus. We see Jesus in the change in our life. We see Jesus in other Christians. We see Jesus in, in the way that he moves and works in our lives. We see Jesus in his love and mercy. And real worship also flows out of faith in the presence of God. Matthew eleven twenty says, for, there, for where two or three are gathered in his name, there am I in the midst of them. One of the reasons why we come to church. Well, most of you will say the reason I come to church is to hear Linda play the piano. Okay, well, that's good. But truly the reason we come here is because we come here because we're in the presence of Almighty God. We're gathered here in His name, and He is here. We can't see God's Holy Spirit, but we can talk to Him. We can know we are in his presence and we can worship him, but only through faith. Finally, we need faith because it gives us a good report. Look at verse 2. For by, for by it, elders obtained a good report. 
It's by their faith they obtained a good report. A good testimony. In verse 4, we see where Abel is remembered for his faith. Faith does not guarantee a long, peaceful life on earth. And Abel was murdered by his brother, but Abel had a, gave a good report, and it will give us a good report too. The reason these people are in this book is not just because they're church members here, but because they gave a good report. They gave a good testimony. They shared the gospel with people that they knew and people they didn't know. They were a blessing to everyone who knew them. In Genesis 4.4, the Bible says, And Abel, he also brought the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof, and the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. Abel offered an innocent, spotless lamb. And even though he didn't fully understand it, he was, giving us a, he was pointing to the cross. And Jesus came into the world uh, to die on the cross for our sins. He is the true and final, perfect, spotless lamb, and he took our punishment so that we could have his righteousness. So when we put our faith in a risen Savior, we get a good report of God. But it must come through the cross. It must come through faith in the cross of Jesus Christ. One of the reasons we have this memorial book here is to remember our heroes of faith in this church. LaMonda Fitzgerald, Shirley Riley, Dot Simmons, Larry Griffin, and all those before had a good report. A life lived in faith, trusting God. We rejoice in their examples this morning, and we strive for the same. So I need to ask you, how's your faith this morning in God? Understand it's very important. It's not something you play with. Faith is not something you have one day, and then, oh, I don't have much faith the next day. Faith is a solid foundation. Faith gives you the vision of an unseen world all around you. There's a spiritual world that's engulfed us in our physical life. Faith is the only way for true worship to happen. And faith is a good report from God. Every head bowed, every eye closed. I just want to ask you this morning, if there's anyone here today who doesn't know that Jesus is their Savior, has never uh, asked them into their heart and their life, never made a profession of faith, never told Jesus that, uh, Lord, I'm a sinner, I need to be saved. If you've never accepted Christ your Savior, just slip up your hand. I just want to pray for you. Amen. Church, if you're here today and you know God is your Savior, understand the importance of your faith. Understand that people are watching. Lost and dying world is watching. They need to see consistently loving, trusting, and believing in God no matter what. If you're facing with a trial this morning, God didn't change. God didn't stop loving you. God just has something to prepare for you at the end of this challenge that you're in. But you can only get there through faith. If you're going through good times today, it's your faith in God. But remember, that can change. Seasons change. Times change. Troubles change. God never changes. The Bible says, 
I am the Lord and I change not. He's the same. That's our foundation. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this time we've had together. Lord, we thank you for uh, this book. Just a way to remember, Father. Not just the people in the book, but their faith. And their ability to touch generations of people, Father. With the gospel. Father, we remember them with love. And Father, we wait, can't wait for the reunion. But while we're here, Father, help us to have a good report, a good testimony of the faith we have in you. Lord, I thank you for everyone here today. For in Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Amen.